welcome to the Dr. Brian McDonough Show. I have a very special, special guest, Vince Papali. And if any of you have seen this movie, which I bet you have, Invincible, with Vince Papali's life story and with Mark Wahlberg, you know who I'm talking about. And um, what a great life and a great story you have. And, and, and the, the idea that you've gone through so many different things in football and in life and you, know, you continue the optimism. Tell me, um, Vince, first of all, this is an exciting week because uh, the person who brought you into professional football, uh, Dick Vermeil, is going into the Hall of Fame. And I know you're going and you're going to be a part of the celebration. That's just got to be a wonderful feeling. Oh, my God. You know, what an honor. First of all, it's really cool to be on the show with you. I've heard you so many times when, you, when you're with KYW and my buddy Harry Donahue. Oh, um, Harry's the best. Yeah, Harry's Harry's a hawk brother of mine, and you know, ironically, uh, we did the uh, we did the radio together. He was the he was the uh, the, the broadcaster, the play by play guy, and I was the um, I was the analyst. And uh, Sam Mills, who was a middle linebacker uh, for them, went on to the Browns with Sam Matigliano, and he's going to be um, he's going to be honored, and he's going to be um, enshrined posthumously which is going to be great because I know his wife, I haven't seen her in my God, 30, 40 years since they won that since the 30 years since they won the championship. But it's, it's really cool to be on the show with you, Brian. And, it, and I'm so excited. What an honor, you know, oh. to be, uh, to be invited by coach Ramil. And it's, and it's going to be great because I'm going to be there. As, of course, my wife, Janet, but also my son, Vinny, who just finished up 10 months. I mean, 10 weeks in the USFL. And uh, Vinny's coming out with me, and, and Coach Ramil just loves my son, has, has endorsed him to almost every head coach in the NFL. And uh, my daughter, Gabriella, is, is coming with us as well. So it's going to be the four of us. Uh, we're going to go to the Jags. Uh, Jags, I guess, guess they're playing the Raiders game Thursday night, and then everything starts. Uh, it starts Friday night, man. It's going to be like 36 hours of just wild, nonstop fun, and I'm, I'm sure there'll be a lot of tears, knowing Knowing Dick from here, I know he's done a few interviews <laughs> this week. He'll he'll shed a couple of tears for sure. Oh, I bet, I bet. You know, you look at this picture of you right here with Mark Wahlberg, oh. and you know, it, the idea that anybody would make a movie out of someone's life is is almost you know absurd. I mean, it just doesn't happen. And yet, it was made about your life. And in, in all seriousness, though. What you did is very unique and uh, quite different. Now, if I go back and tell me if I'm right with this, uh, you went to St. Joe's. I know that. Yeah, uh, Hawk Brothers, St. Joe's, Hawk, yeah. And you ran track, I believe, at St. Joe's. That's correct. Yeah, I was. I, I came out of Interborough High School in Delaware County, where I coached and taught for six years and was their head track coach, actually assistant football coach. But, uh, yeah, I ran track there, and then, and then, um, and then I went back to Interborough, um, and you know, I, I, geez, I just thought I was probably going to retire as a school teacher. I was actually working my master's degree at Westchester. I figured I'd be a, a guidance counselor and hopefully I did at some point work my way up to be principal. And that was, that was my dream. And, you know, in 70, so in 76, here it is, you know, you talk about pictures, look at this baby. Isn't this great? Where there, I got it. Wow. And, oh my gosh. Look at you guys. Wow. Isn't that, that's, that's at ironically, and you didn't know I was doing this. So ironically, uh, Brian, that that's that's Coach Ramil and me at the um, at the premiere of the movie at the Ziegfeld Theater in New York City, and uh, it, it it was it was really fun. Yeah, so I, I, you know, it's crazy. I mean, I I never thought any of this would happen. Who ever thought that I'd get a shot at 30 years old? And you know, Coach Ramil gave me the opportunity of a lifetime. And then 
you know, he, he has these great quotes. One of them you really love is one, one of his, it says, nobody ever drowned in sweat. And then the other one is uh, an opportunity is worth to a person exactly what their preparation enables them to make it. And I, I was in shape. I was actually trying to qualify for the Olympic trials in the decathlon. So even when I was 30 years old, I was in tip top shape. And, uh, you know, going into this tryout was, was pretty much for me. It wasn't all, all that taxing uh, from a physical point of view. It was, you know, you're being evaluated. But I knew that I, I knew I caught the coach's eye when I ran that 40 yard dash. And uh, and then he you know, said, I throw the ball to him just like in the movie. I was pretty much the same as it was. Yeah. You know, throw, throw a few to him. And and that was just like me playing in those rough touch games that I was playing that you saw in the movie, which was that's that's that really did happen in Delaware County. And, uh, you know, so it all just it just all led to that. So you play I assume you played football in high school and then you were coaching. One year. One, one year. Yeah. yeah, I was I, I was they, they said I was too small when I was 14 years old. I wasn't even five feet tall yet. And, uh, you know, when I wound up playing, I was six to uh, the, the buck 98. And uh, but, you know, I grew I grew actually out of high school and in college. And I was hoping that someday I'd, I'd play college football. Actually, I was going to get a tryout uh, <laughs> at, at, at Westchester because the freshman coach was my science teacher at Interbro. So he, he was going to give me he was going to give me a shot because he liked me. And uh, <laughs> You know, and then I grew, uh, you know, and, and and then I got that track scholarship. So that ended that in St. Joe's, of course, didn't have football. Right. But, I went to the yeah. South, same thing. Not that I would have played football, but I remember a lot of those schools did not have football at that time, nor are they now, actually. But so you went to St. Joe's, you ran track. And then, of course, you loved football and were still playing it as we saw in the movies. You were playing the evenings, rough touch. And right. were the games as rough as yeah. they're? As they are in the movies, I, I get the sense they were if it's Philly, but tell me a little bit. Yeah, well, you have MD next to your name, and we always had one of you guys there at the game. No, there was there was always an ambulance there, and there was always a police car there. Um, it was it was pretty raucous, <laughs> you know. Something a lot of the guys we played in uh, we we played in Ridley Township in this on a Thursday night league, and I I actually played in three different leagues, but the one was was my favorite was the one in Ridley Township. And in the um, and in the movie they called it the Tankard Inn, but in reality it was called the Tea Bar, the Tea Bar on McDay Boulevard. Anybody from Delco would know where it's at. And uh, it was only an eighty-yard field, and the lights were always going out. And a lot of the guys on the uh, on the other opposing teams they would they they would warm up in the bar, you know, and they'd come out pretty uh, pretty juiced, <laughs> you know. It was it was wild, man. It was, it was really good, Brian. It was just like in the movie. It was so crazy. The cool thing about what they did in the movie, though, all those guys, except for the actors, uh, were first responders. So we had uh, law enforcement and, and we had um, we had firemen uh, coming in to play those roles, which I, I thought that was, just oh, cool. that was a good idea. That's yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. So so you, you go through that and then, you know, you're, you're doing and then what got in your mind to say, I'm going to try out for the Philadelphia Eagles? I mean, you probably you went to games. If you're a fan, you grew up in Philly, you have to be. What was it that uh, made you decide to try out? Well, you know, I was a fan. I was a season ticket holder uh, all the way back in when I was in 66, 67. Um, I got my first season tickets when I was at St. Joe's at Franklin Field. Uh, Tommy McDonald was my idol. And um, so, you know, what, what, what happened was that the, the, the decathlon thing didn't work out for me. And I was 28 at the time. Uh, 27 at the time, and I was playing in these rough touch leagues, and these guys said, oh, yeah, you know, if you had any Gus Papawa, you'd play for the Astonites, you know, in Sun Valley, Aston, Pennsylvania, right off 95 where the tanks are. 
And uh, so I wound up playing semi-pro football uh, with the Aston Knights. And, you know, I, 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 I got that, I got that bug in me and I wound up uh, leading the, and we had, a, we, the, the quarterback was Ron Wauer who set all Temple's passing records back in the day. And, uh, and, and I just got the bug in me and, you know, when the tryout and I got the opportunity, I, I was ready to go. You know, I, I figured, Hey, I can play this game. All I need is a shot. So I got the shot and coach from Milton, you know, Wikipedia says it was a, it, it was, I was, it was an invited tryout and it was not. And uh, he didn't know, he didn't know me from Adam, but uh, you know, by the end of the workout and that one scene they had in the movie, which was around the car, which was, which was always a funny thing. Actually, we had that we had that conversation in the elevator at Veterans Stadium after the um, after the uh, tryout. And um, and then he says, hey, maybe I'll see you again. And 15 minutes later, I'm walking past his office in the front in the front offices. And he walk and he waves at me. He says, Vinny, that was that was a great job you did out there. You know, and I go to Jimmy Murray's office and they sign me. I got a contract, Brian, for twenty one thousand, man. Twenty one thousand. And I was, you know, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And Jimmy Murray, you know, was a general manager and he's a Villanova guy, you know, and he's like, I can't believe I'm going to, I'm going to sign a contract with a St. Joe's guy. And, you know, you being an explorer, you can appreciate that. Right. Yes. <laughs> it was just like, and, and so, so listen, I had two season tickets now it's 10 years since I'm a season ticket holder and, and it's 76 and I have two season tickets. And, and I said, do I, can I still keep my season tickets? He says, hang on to him. He said, you know, you're not getting a guaranteed contract here. And, uh, you know, but as you know, the tryout back then, it was a 14 season, 14 game season, six preseason games. And um, the, the movie uh, sort of fudged it a little bit. I'll, I'll tell you one of one of the big fudges because it involves Penn. Uh, but one of them is that uh, they they sort of made it look like I, I was struggling a little bit. And, and actually, um, in reality, because I had to put that drama in there, I actually led the team in receptions and touchdown catches in the, in the preseason. And that's what, that's what Harold Carmichael and Charlie Smith was there. You know, and I was getting a lot of reps. Coach liked it. And, you know, then he says, hey, let's throw this guy in the special teams. I, I need a bomb squatter. You know, I'm going to be, if there's five guys, five wide receivers, I'm going to be the fifth wide receiver on the on the. I remember. Ball. That's okay. You know, that's okay. I'll take it. You know. It's, I was going to say, what I remember about Pally, well, I definitely was you going down on kickoffs and you always seemed to be the first one there. Like, I mean, I'm, a, I'm watching, I'm younger than you, I'm watching the games on TV and I'm going, this guy's always down there. And, <laughs> and I think, is that when the fans started to really, they knew you kind of quote unquote walked on, but they, you're one of them, but then all of a sudden you're flying in and, and, and making those tackles. I mean, what's the feeling like? I mean, I will tell you, the only time I've ever been in veteran stadium in the center was a pregame show. Ron Jaworski was interviewing me about Charlie Garner and an injury he had. And I remember sitting out there. I'm just a pregame show. I'm working for Fox, and Jaworski's talking to me. And all of a sudden, I hear this incredible thunderous noise, and it was players coming out. Yeah. But in my, I, you know, I obviously never played pro sports, but I never experienced anything like being in the center of that bowl. And I was only like on the sidelines with Jaws you know, talking to him, but it was deafening. And that was just the players coming out. What's yeah. it like when you go flying down, you know, I guess you break the wedge, you, you tackle somebody and they're cheering you. Uh, it's insane. It, it's absolutely incredible. You know, just coming out and coming out of that tunnel, the first time I came out of the tunnel, our first game was in Dallas, but then the second game 
uh, was against the Giants and, and just being in that tunnel. I didn't know what to do. So when they introduced the offense and then they said, and the remainder of the Philadelphia Eagles, I, I sprinted. Uh, my, I don't think my feet touched the ground. And I sprinted all the way down into the end zone and I pointed up into the stands. And I didn't want to be a hot dog, but my dad was up there and all those guys that, you know, that I, that I, that I coached and taught with, went, one of them went to college with and a couple of guys from high school. We were all together and I was pointing up to them and I'm saying, can you believe this is happening? And on the first kickoff, um, I was out of my mind and I went, I got down there and I made the hit and, and they, they just, the, the, the fans went crazy, you know, because it was the crescendo was building uh, during training camp because uh, was it Widener and I grew up in Glen Olden right off McDade Boulevard. And um, I had a, a lot of people, my dad worked at Westinghouse, all the guys from Westinghouse are coming there, all the rough touch guys, all the kids from Interborough I was teaching and coaching. They were all starting to come there. And uh, the semi-pro guys were coming there. You know, they're drinking beer in the stands. They yo, come on, Vinny, come on up with us. This is where you belong. You belong up here. And wow. uh, it, it's so, you know, it just built. But it, 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 it's it, and still now. I, you know, I, was, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm here in Queen Village. I live now full time in in Florida with with my family. But I, I came up to do a pit stop at one of our houses here. And uh, you know, just, I was just in the streets cleaning out cleaning out the, the front because it's all brick. And, uh, you know, people come up, guy, guys honking horns. It's, it's, it's really it's really cool. Actually, that is. It's got to be great. Yeah, you know? and it's really cool, Brian. And, and, and anybody, and, you know, if they come up to me wherever I've been, you know, I, I'll, I'll go to New Wave right around the corner and walk in there and it'll, I probably won't buy a beer. So, you know, well, the charm, the charm you have is, you know, some people, it does, you know, I'm sure you've seen it. You've played with pros. Some, it goes to their heads. Yeah. Where they came from, you know. But you more or less you embrace it. You're proud of where you came from, and I think for Philadelphia, for those watching around the country, that's a real Philly thing because you then are you'll be loved forever. Like you said, you probably don't even have to ever buy a beer if you don't want to. They're pretty bought for you. But it's because of the fact that you are one of everyone else, and I think that's good for especially young kids who see this. You know, you know, somebody. Oh, I so. Yeah. You know, I and, and and I think because of this, why I still get I get a lot of opportunities to speak and and I'm speaking I've spoken to some schools and you know now the pandemic's open uh, over well this one anyway there might be a new one coming up but uh, you know as long as we're able to fly and get to play and, and, and speak in front of groups I'm getting busy again but man I was crazy busy before that but you know it's here's here's the message here's what it is it's really simple. When, when I talk about invincible, it's not like my story. You know, how about you? You know, did, did you ever dream that that someday you'd be a doctor? You'd have MD after your name, you know? And and anybody has these wild, whatever it's a dream, a vision, a game plan, whatever it might be. And and once that it, it's attained and people are sort of saying, you know what, yeah, you know, maybe you might think about doing something else. And it's like, I, I always say you make the impossible possible, the doable, doable, and the, and the unthinkable, thinkable. And when you've done that, you've, you've got your invincible moment, and, and there you are. So you can relate to what I've done. It doesn't have to be to the NFL. It could be in, it could be in medicine. It could be in teaching, you know, for me to, to get my teaching certificate, coming out of St. Joe's with a, with, a, you know, with a marketing degree, for crying out loud. And I had to go and or to, to get an A in, in – for me to get an A in graduate school was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did this. And, uh, you know, those kinds of things. And and I think that's why it relates. And, and it's and it's it's got a, it's got a great message. There's a lot of layers to it. <clears throat> and Mark Wahlberg and I 
we worked together. We worked really hard. We we trained the whole all those football players trained at Northeast High School uh, two weeks prior to the shooting of the movie. Right now, uh, today we would be at Franklin Field shooting uh, shooting the football scenes, and the uh, the the the, 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 um, the training camp scenes were at Central High School. You know everything was right here in Philadelphia, and we had uh, Governor Rendell was the governor. And, uh, you know, Frank Rizzo, uh, you know, was, it was after Frank, but, you know, he was around. It was just, you know, it was Philly at its best. You know what I'm saying? And when I was playing, <laughs> it, it was Philly was, it, it was at its best. And it was just so much fun. The fans were great. And, and uh, I'm just so grateful for them. And I came from nothing. I mean, my mom and dad were, never got beyond the eighth grade. My father, my, my father was a pig farmer in Falcroft. I mean, for crying out loud. I've worked at Westinghouse all these years, and and you know I'm just so blessed to to say I'm a Philadelphia. Hey, speaking of Penn, can I tell you that one thing uh, about um about the movie that, that was the the one thing they did, and that's my love interest, and uh, that's that's my wife Janet. Janet Kale. Well, we're gonna be celebrating our 29th in, in a couple of weeks. Janet was the gymnastics coach at the University of Pennsylvania when I first started chasing my dream. She was 21 then. And they have her portrayed in the movie as a Giants fan and a bartender. But uh, in reality, Janet and Kathy Rigby were teammates on that Olympic world team back in the uh, back in the early 70s. And Janet, her, her jersey has got USA on it, which is pretty cool. That and, is really cool. Yes, she's coached and taught over the world. So here's the deal. We had to we had to get the um, we had to get the NFL's endorsement, the branding rights. So the guys that did our movie, are the same guys that did Miracle and Rookie. And uh, so they went to the NFL and they turned us down. We've already got our sports movie. And, they, and then they just kept hammering them. And then they finally all right, but here's the compromise. We want his love interest because it was New York, NFL, New York. We, hit, we want his love interest to be a Giants fan. And, you know, he'd throw her in as a bartender. And, uh, and she signed off on it. And, and, that, and that's, that's pretty cool, too, because everybody asks me. <clears throat> and when I get out and speak, I have a whole, I have a whole thing about it. Uh, when it goes so but you know uh, so the irony is is that I was at Franklin Field I did all these things we never met until until uh, 29 years ago and here we are so uh, and you know it's interesting you know you tell that story I can tell you're so proud of her and yet you know she cares enough about you she said all right fine I'll put myself in a different role to make this happen which is kind of cool too because a lot of people might have said wait a minute you know I'm the Olympics on this on that what you're not going to ruin me in a sense or change my image she was fine with it and going with it, which I thought was is pretty cool too. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and it is cool, you know. And the kids, you know, our, our Gabrielle Syracuse grab Vinny, you know, student athlete, and you know they've both done well. But when they were growing up, it wasn't easy, you know. They were bullied a little bit because they were successful in a lot of things they did, and everybody's thinking, oh, you know, when they're not, that that this happens all the time. Jealousy. They had to deal with that, but you know now they're. They're mature. They're grown. You know, we're, we're all together in one happy group. We actually have a real estate group right here in the two-state area and, and in Florida, tri-state area called the Papali Group. And uh, all, all my, my my two kids, you know, Gabby, Vinny, and and Janet, you know, we're around. So anybody needs a house, you come right to us. But you that's, know, right. that's you know, it's 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 really, it's really cool. And we we have our Philly roots here, and and uh, and a lot of people are coming down to where we are in Florida. So. Um, we, we've got a pretty good uh, we've got a pretty good uh, group of of Delaware Valley Eagle fans down in uh, Jupiter, Florida, where we live full time now. Well, you're so generous with your time. I have two questions. One was the Hollywood experience. I want to ask you first, uh -huh. what was that like? Um, we, uh, apparently, uh, Mark Wahlberg's an extremely nice person and you got along well. But 
what was it like to you know be around the set and seeing what's going on and and actually, you know, having someone play your role, which is kind of interesting, too. It was pretty intimidating. The first time I walked on the set, it was at Franklin Field. And you saw all this stuff. You know, the cranes were there. All, all, everything's there. You see all these cameras. And, and I saw Mark right away. And I hadn't met Elizabeth yet. And then I but I got a chance to meet Elizabeth right then. But it was uh, it was just like and then there were 5000 people in the stands and they were the extras all dressed up in Eagles gear from 1976. Now, understand. This was all happening in July and August, and it's like '90s, and they're all they're all in this winter gear, which was which was pretty funny. But that was crazy. But I'll tell you, the real the, the real Hollywood experience was was actually going to Hollywood and going to Disney, and and going to Santa Monica and being there and be at being at the ESPYS and 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 being at, at, at parties for the Oscars and and being invited to to all these these really crazy wild things. And my favorite movie, other than Rocky, is, is and is and Rudy. Rudy's a good buddy of mine. Is is Miracle, without a doubt. And and for me, when I I, w I went out there and they they brought me out and I got a chance to meet not only the real guys from Miracle, but also the actors from Miracle. To me, that was one of the greatest thrills I've ever had in my ever ever uh, to have in my life to be a part of that and to experience that. You know, and it. It's just there's so many great things have happened. I had the opportunity to, to travel around the world, and I'm even knighted by the I'm, I'm a cavaliere in, in in Italy. You know, I mean, it's it's it, you know, I'm, I'm still doing this, Brian. I'm just this kid from Glen Olden, man. You know, Interborough Buccaneers. Well, you know, you appreciate it, and, and that that's what's so great about it. You still enjoy it, and you appreciate it. My last question is: Now you're going to the Hall of Fame with Coach Vermeil. Your relationship with Dick Vermeil. Um, how do you how do you describe it? I mean, clearly, you had to earn his respect initially. He didn't even know who you were. But as it's gone over time, it's clear you're now friends and you've been through a lot. You went to a movie premiere together. You know, how does he view all this? And and, and what is your friendship like these days? We are very close, very very close. Uh, he he loves my family. Um, we, we he invites us to everything. Um, after the after the event in. Um, in in Canton, Ohio, we'll be coming back, and I'm I'm gonna you know hit the Jersey Shore because that's where we, you know, we where as kids we always went to the Jersey Shore in August. And my, my dad would just you know save everything up for two weeks in August, you know, to go down. Yeah, we were a Sea Isles family. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we used to, we did the Sea Isles thing, but we're we're gonna be all over. But you know, uh, Coach Ramil is is just so special to us and 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 my family, and and he, and he loves Janet, and he and, and we, we talk all the time. I ask him all the time for advice, and you know that picture I showed. It was when we were at the uh, we were at the um, premiere of the movie at the, at the Ziegfeld Theater, and I was I was sitting right behind him, Brian, and he wouldn't go to any of the screenings or any of that stuff. He says, "I'm not going to go," and he's so stubborn sometimes, you know. I'm not going to go until we have the real movie. So he's up there, and and I'm and, and I I wasn't even enjoying that my movie, our movie, you know. Because I'm so, I, I wanted his, I wanted his endorsement, I wanted his approval so bad. And then finally, there was this one scene. I don't know what it was, but he reached over and he got a tissue from his wife Carol, and uh, that was it. I knew I, I knew I had him, you know. So <laughs> when somebody says, "Well, what'd you think of the movie?" He says, "Well, it's not a documentary." <laughs> But but you saw the emotion when he saw it. So that yeah, was you know, and 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 so anyway, what I was leading to, there's going to be a great dinner at, at the live casino for the boys club and girls club. You know, Dick Dick's a big wine enthusiast, Calistoga wines, and you know, out there in Napa, 
And uh, we're going to be sticking around uh, afterwards and just using that as an excuse to go down to shore in between, between Canton and then. But uh, we're going to be coming back. We're, we're going to hang out for that big event with Coaster Meals. So if anybody's in the Delaware Valley, uh, you don't have to be there, but just go to Live Casino on uh, the 18th of, of, of October and uh, just give Dick Vermeil a rousing round of applause. 18th because of October? 18th? Okay. Yeah, 18th of, uh, of August. I, I thought you meant August. That's why I was double checking. 18th yeah, of August. August. But you know what? He's just so pure. Mm-hmm. And, and he's and, and he's 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 the ultimate um, millennial man. You know, I mean, this guy, he he works out still. He hunts, he golfs, he loves his wine. Uh, he loves music. Uh, I mean, he's just just he's 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 fantastic. And, and uh, aside from my parents and they're a Mount Rushmore, you know, and, and my high school teacher. And I have to mention George Corner. I love you, George, my high school coach and teacher that that. That gave me what I needed. My mother was suffering from mental illness when I was growing up, anxiety and um, and depression, and she was in and out of Haverford State Mental Hospital when I'm growing up. And George Corner took me under his wing. And if it weren't for him, I would have never had. I would never have gotten to where I got to even be that person to, to meet Dick Vermeil. And between those two men, I owe them everything. And uh, and I'm just so appreciative, and I love them dearly. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be talking to you right now if it weren't for them wonderful stories and uh enjoy you know i know there's a piece of you uh, i'm going to enjoy the hall of fame as much as he does i think you know because i know there'll be, a tear, there'll be a tear to in my eye yeah but you, know, you know what's really cool brian is is to see the see the joy in my son Vinny, because he knows you know a dick dick's been following Vinny since he was little leg in high school you know and all the way through and the same thing for my daughter gabrielle and everything she's done but we've been together. I haven't seen him since he just finished up with the USFL. We just flew in last night. And and it's so fun to see the excitement. Dad, what about you? Like, wear this, like, do this. And it's really cool, you know, to see how excited he is to be a part of that. Because, hey, he's going to be around a, 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 a lot of people that he wants to be, you know. And this is going to be a great, great experience for him. So for you know, all of- you'll have a lot to talk to him about. But I will tell you, we have a Vermeil story in our family. My youngest daughter went to Penn State. Of course, you know, the baby, I'm probably half the problem. Like, she's anxious to get out of the car and begin her first day. And I'm like, you can stay with dad longer. If I mean, we're dragging this thing out. And my mom's, and they're, you know, my wife's saying, just let her out. She's got to go to school. But you know, <laughs> she was really scared. She's walking down, uh, and I see her turn to somebody. And after that, you know, she never looked back. But I said, who was that? And it was Dick Vermeil's grandson. How about that? Who was going, and they knew each other, you know, from high school. Isn't that great? And they just kind of just like hung out. She said she hardly saw him, you know, over four years here and there. But that particular first day, it was so important because they both kind of, oh, you're somebody I know. <laughs> you know, and, and in that huge campus, they talked. So, uh, you know, she always makes a point. Oh, you know, Dick Vermeule, I know his grandson, you know. And, uh, Isn't that great? Well, ironically, so, Janet is a, Janet's a, she, she's a Penn Stater, Nittany Lion. Yeah. Oh, they, um, I will tell you, uh, she is, had such a great experience at that school. I oh, will. yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's the best. So I got to ask you, how did you feel when you drove away for that first time? I, when I dropped my daughter Gabrielle off at Syracuse, man, oh man, I, 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 I had a really rough time. It's, it was, I was very quiet and, and she was our youngest. She was the baby. And I was just, just devastated. Like, you know, and, and, and you know, like, should we call her? I was like, what are you <laughs> I, 
think she's all right. Janet says, all these guys on campus, who are they? <laughs> and, you're, and, you know, and, and she's like, just, you know, you're here. And, uh, and it was funny. I will tell you, I, I don't have the image, but it's a great story. I was really worried about her. So my son was at Pitt at the time. And I said, let's go to a Penn State game. And this was two weeks in, because last I saw her, she was really shy. And we drive, I drive all the way to Pitt. I come all the way back to Penn State, like this ridiculous trip to go to a game. He shows up, she meets us, and she's got like a like a paw on her face, blue and white outfit, and all this stuff. And my son's like, you got nothing to worry about. Dad. And then he goes, maybe I should be talking to her, not you. And we were laughing. But That's great. That was such a cool feeling. You know, when you see them happy, yeah. it's great. But you are so true. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, the only thing that was tougher was my oldest is married. I thought I had it made, but watching her walk down the aisle, like that was where I was like, boom! I was like, I, I said, this isn't so bad. I'm good. I'm good. And then immediately I looked down that aisle, you know, saw her husband or her future husband, and so there's a lot of those emotional moments in life. Yeah, yeah, it is. Isn't it beautiful though? You know, that's when I speak and I ask, what drives you? What makes you do the things that you want to do to get to that next level? And never, and I, and it's without a doubt, it's my family. It's those three. I it's can tell talking to you and Vinny. I can tell talking to you like eight or 10 different times it came back to your family and what you're doing. And, and the fact that you share these times says something too. Oh, it's, it's so, it's, yeah, well, well, it's something we'll never forget, you know, and I know he's going to, I just know we're just going to be, it's, it's going to be so cool. I'm, I'm, I'm beyond myself. I cannot wait to go. So we're going to be stopping at Pittsburgh tomorrow night by any, at, at the, that's good. Uh, yeah, to see one of our family members, so it'd be pretty cool. But yeah, this is, this is really cool to hang out with you, man. I, 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 could, really I, could, I could go forever and tell you some great stories. It'd be this, was, this was my honor, and I really appreciate joining the show and uh, and really have a great time. You earned it, and and I'm sure you're going to love it. Be safe. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it, buddy. Appreciate Thank it very much. Thank you. Fly, Eagles, fly. Let's go, Eagles. The Dr. Brian McDonough Show.